Zara. I'm good, thank you. Welcome to the Business Emblazer podcast, where this podcast is all about giving business advice and guidance with a twist. We talk to different inspiring entrepreneurs that I know and I've met along my my journey. Um, and I'm asking them their frustrations, their, the tough times, failures, insecurities, all the, the side of business we don't like to talk about how you overcame those or how you're even overcoming them uh, right now and yeah and I know that this will give so many people that are starting out businesses especially in this climate um, some sort of hope and direction that they can do it too you know I feel like sometimes we suffer in silence so and Zara here so you own Box of Prints which yeah. is is a textile social enterprise uses yeah. fabrics printing to sort of, to help the community yeah. so um tell us a little bit more about box of prints so, well i will say basically yeah i'm a social enterprise i am a private limited co company at the same time because i <laughs> i'm a textile designer and i want to sell my own works as well so, so um box of prints started in 2016 and to be honest i started it because of the gap in the market for graduates especially for the creative industry I've realised that you will go into university, you will study what you have to study, whether it's fine arts, printing textiles, or, you know, any other, like, embroidery whatsoever. And mm. then most of them, you they will find themselves in, like, jobs like Tesco's or management or something. Mm. Obviously, I don't... I'm, I'm okay for Tesco's, working with Tesco's fine, because, you know, it, it's, you know, what you want to do. But if you're creative and you've got all these skills and talents in you, um, I feel it's diminished when you go into a job that has yeah. no with the creative industry. So yeah. when I, so what happened is I was working in a school. See, this is what happened to me, myself. So after university, I, I worked in a school because I love children. And I, I went from working with SEN children then to becoming an arts facilitator then doing after school clubs and activities. And I was thinking, I can't let go of being a creative. I've got to do something. Yeah. Yeah. And then these visions started happening of start a business. I do not even know how to start business. So <laughs> I'm like, what's this vision about, Lord? You know, what is this about? And then um, I finally got my act together one day. I remember going into my mum's room and going, I'm going to start a business. It's going to call this and that and that. And she was like, go ahead. And I was like, what? Go ahead. Like, how well, I want to just go ahead because I'm going to do it. Yeah. You know, I don't have that, I don't have that. And so I had to make the decision to um, either go strong for this or, you know, leave it or just make it as a wandering idea until my grave. And yeah. I thought, no, I want to make sure I come out of this and leave a legacy and said, at least I tried, at least, at least I did something. Yeah. So um, doing Box of Prints is not a, only an initiative for myself, but it's also for others to also progress in their, their creative arts ability. So it's in all the areas. It's mainly focused on printed textiles because that's my my strength. That's just, yeah. But, yeah, but I allow those from other creative fields such as graphic designs, designers, and those who are fine artists to come along. Those who are, mm -hmm. you know, doing different types of arts to come along and give them an opportunity to collaborate, opportunity to work um, in educational sectors such as schools and so forth but yeah it just seems like you're doing so much yeah. it seems 
how and almost like how do I get there you know sometimes as entrepreneurs I see someone do something I'm like how did you even get there did you struggle so I'm gonna get into I'm gonna ask some of these questions Zara I want to know right. some about the tough times well, <laughs> yes. I yes so my first first tough question to you so what is one of like can you think of any like business mistakes that you made because oh. you said you know you don't really you didn't really know how to get started so like did you make any mistakes so um like fortunately i was blessed with a tax re like refunds or whatever yeah uh, when i started a business so it was three years so if you think about it and calculate it, it was basically over four thousand pounds tax rebate that's what i got and i was like wow. going straight into the business <laughs> yeah it's good but then obviously um, researching more about business, you realize that you really do need finance. People were saying, yeah, people were saying, you know what, you can start, don't worry, you can just stop. <laughs> No, you know what? I say, I always say this. I say this. I was like, okay, you need, you don't need money to start, but you need money to continue. You do. So, <laughs> it has to continue. Like, you can press start, but you know. Exactly. If you don't have the finance, seriously, you're going to struggle. And that's what, what happened to me was I had the rebate, was going, well, I was buying foolishness. That's so, this is where it started. <laughs> I was buying foolishness and to the point where I don't even know about accounting as well so oh. with the <laughs> I don't know nothing about it so when it came to like people like people sending um letters to me like my I have a studio sending letters to the studio and going you have to pay this I was like this is such a lie you're a scammer <laughs> but it's not <laughs> because there's tax that you have to pay every year and I another thing is when I used to make profit I used to just go out and spend it because I used to think yeah. it's mine it's, it's mine. mine I struggled it's mine not realizing that the business and you as yourself is two completely different things opposites. you know so I remember but you were I, spending your profit like spending the money and you were limited like you're a registered limited company registered limited registered. no way yes I was spending the money like I don't know yeah so this is the first year by the way so mm -hmm. what the first year came and like, I think my brother was like, oh, Zara, do you have an account? And I was like, no, why would I want to pay them? Why would I want to pay an account for this? Must yeah. have must spend any money. So I never paid an account. And I, I had all these letters about tax and all that stuff. I was just ignoring them. Yeah. Next minute, I must have got one, one letter. That scary said, one. <laughs> scary one. And yeah. I had to pay that one. So a scary one that said, basically, you've missed out this. You have to pay like a grand, yeah, for your tax. Yeah. I, like, huh? <laughs> <laughs> I had one of those. Yeah, it was real. So I, I um, ended up finally getting an account, and he said, "You know what, Zara? Um, for you to go on, he, he said he don't even suggest this. I feel so bad. I'm not even naming the accountant, so it's fine, yeah. But he said he don't suggest this, but I feel you have to cut your reg, like start again, like re-register your company, bring it down, put yourself in. What do you call it? I don't know. Just basically." Like like, like dissolve dissolve the company. company. And I was like, dissolve the company, but but you know, I'm in, I'm flying high right now. Yeah. Dissolve the company because your accounts are messed up. And because oh, they're so no. messed up, it will leave a legacy for your business going back to this space, yeah. And it will you'll be accountable for it. Yeah. All the funny thing is when I dissolved it, I had to wait like like three months or something like that. Or I don't know if it was three months or six months, I don't know. And in that month, in those months of waiting, I was like, oh, I have a business. I, don't, I felt like I don't have a business. I felt like I couldn't yeah. do, do any work. You can't, you can, you can like get 
clients and stuff, but you can't really do work. So I was like, oh my gosh, I really don't have a business. Like everybody was to see I'm dissolved and like, <laughs> you know. And then straight after I, he said, after that, get and um, do it again, box of prints. In fact, God, nobody got the same, the name. Yeah, again. I was about to like, say, yeah, that's scary as well. Like someone left, took your name. Yeah, someone took my name and everything could have went. So I was blessed. So I got it again and I restarted the um, accounts better, like, like it's really good. I've got a proper accountant. He understands it. He's um, even given enough time to share what I have to do as a business owner, understanding that I am a business owner. This is a business. Whatever the business does shouldn't affect you as much. Yes, yeah? you are <laughs> two separate things. So that was one thing. Another thing, as I told you, it's all to do with finance again. Another thing is when I started the business, I was so corked into getting a loan when I shouldn't have got a loan. Um, yeah, and I was thinking, like, I even thought to myself, why would I get a loan? Like, I've never had a loan in my life. So I was thinking, you know, why would I get a loan? But it's because I went to these like startup businesses, like forums and everything that said, when you need, when you're starting a business, you must have 15,000 in minimum account. So that was playing in my head, like, oh my gosh, but I don't have 15,000 in my account. So how am I going to start my business? How is it going to grow? Mm. So without taking and seeking the right advice, I never got much, thank God. But what happened is I went to get the loan and I, I got the loan and I got some very, like a foolish amount. I got 3,000, no, what was it? it was 3,500 like who will get a loan I know certain people will but in business you don't get a loan for 3,500 you will get like a good amount to keep you so I got this loan um I never spent it wisely I spent it on I think this was just one machinery and then after that I was just buying things without any research and marketing and not knowing the seasonal trends for my business mm -hmm. so again it goes back to the lack of knowledge and understanding if you're doing things just because oh I've got the funds in my account just do it and then a year after that I had to pay you know pay back every month and I'm thinking never again will I get a loan especially for business so those who are watching if you're doing business never get a loan under like 10,000 never yeah I agree I'm telling you it's so important because there is no point getting a, a loan for 3,500 your interest on a business loan is very is smaller than any other loans because um you can get business interest for i think the one i paid i think it was three percent and if you compare it to other um loans you won't get it that as low as yeah that, you know so i just ran for that and it was without any, any understanding so yeah I want to, we go to all of these sort of entrepreneurship events and yeah. things like that. I feel like they never talk about the finances of the business and it's so, never. so easy to mess up, but mm. it can take so long. Like it's so stressful once you've messed it up to get it back on track. So I mm. do tell people like research, like the creative side of the business is great. Like, you know, yeah, you want to start selling, you want to do that and making money. It's great, but you've got to get your accounts right. You've got to speak to somebody that you trust you know, and a, a, a trustworthy accountant or financial advisor because it's mm. headache, it's stressful. Those brown letters from HMRC can cause you anxiety. I, I do, I still get anxiety, you know, because yeah. I always feel like, oh my gosh, I, I just go blank. I always go blank when I see all this tax stuff and I'm like, uh uh. <laughs> oh, it's fine, it's fine. I'm, I'm getting better. So, yeah, yeah, every. <laughs>
I love that. I love that you're so transparent with that because that is something that a lot of entrepreneurs just don't, they don't talk about finances at all. They just talk about all of the highlights of it. But talk about more funny things. Is there any moments? Because I feel like as well, uh, you know, people don't talk about embarrassing times. Like, has there been an embarrassing moment through your like, uh, you know, business journey? Um, And like, how did you deal with it? (laughs) Well, you know what, there's... um... It's, it's quite, this, this question is really quite, quite difficult. So I'm thinking to myself, has there been any embarrassing moments? But I guess there have, there has. There's been a, a moment, this is quite personal. Oh, well, but I, I, don't know, I don't know if, do you mind if I be a bit personal? Go for it, go for it. <laughs> if you don't mind it being out there, if it's personal, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. So I don't care, I don't, you know, I don't care. <laughs> so basically there was one time, so, um, cause, um, I run workshops, yeah, and I, w- I run workshops for the whole community. I've worked with men with mental health problems. I work with youth, pe- like youth, women who are facing domestic violence. There's so much different types of groups I work with. Um, before I put it out there, so basically, as a professional, you have to draw the line. So this is where I probably never draw drew the line. I don't know. Oh gosh, this <laughs> <is> personal. <laughs> no so you know what happened so I have like this was one of the like it was it was like a group that I led and within a group you like my clients that I I have is as I told you it ranges from everyone everyone anyone and anyone and um there was this person Mel yeah 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 I was like coming to the lessons all the time um, this one was not a free workshop, yeah. So this is, comes on the side of I was delivering to the um, to the community, but I also deliver ones that people just want to put in finance and you know put in work into like just upskill. Yeah, to, yeah, to pay for it so that they can upskill. pay for it. So, so I used to get this guy always coming like proper coming, <laughs> even to the point like. Because uh, I don't lead on all of my sessions, so I've got mm-hmm. also freelancers. So one of the freelancers just go, "Oh, um, this person has requested again for you, you know." You know? <laughs> <laughs> requested, requested, requested. Every week, the same person turning like, requested yeah. just you. Mm. Yeah, I was like, okay, yeah, you know, I sent an e letter out saying it's cancelled. Yeah, the man came into my studio <laughs> alone he came alone so i said oh sorry why are you here like this council i mean council this council i said this council you should be here you know and anything and he's like oh no i'm not here for business i'm thinking what type of business is it and he's like <laughs> you know <laughs> it was here for something else. I'm just saying. This is an embarrassing thing. But it's it's embarrassing because I should have been aware from yeah. the first go. I should have been aware when people start he's requesting you or he's doing this. This is actually um advice and a top, top, top tip. Basically, tell us, tell us. Yeah, as a manager and as somebody that leads a company, I well, I truly believe you can't mix pleasure and business together. I know like, some people say, oh, you can. Da, da. I just think you can't, especially those who are your clientele. So when I when I had said, no, this can no do, it can't do, next minute, 
he's telling people because I told you he went to every class right yeah so he told people within the group already about yeah we're gonna we're going to be together oh no oh no no no, no. and this is yeah he's really told people in a group Mm -hmm. so what's happening now is now what i need what i need to do is i have to let go of that class i had to let go start fresh yeah i had to because this is where you not to mix business Business yeah so important because especially when you're starting out as a business like a business owner and i'm sorry to put race in it and i'm sorry to put me as a black as a woman but it is when you're a woman you have to present yourself professionally all times all Mm -hmm. times and don't allow just because someone likes you or somebody's like like what's to get to know your business singular to ever stop your works um i think if i never nicked it in a bud then I won't be um, yeah. as successful as I am because if you open your door to one thing, it then, can yeah. many okay. things. So <clears throat> I had to share this because I think this is a thing that it's a good lesson. Yeah, a really good and lesson. We talk about this. We it don't, funny, don't talk about it's mad. It's mad. <laughs> <laughs> but it's, no, it's a good lesson, and I also think as well it also showed me that sometimes you got to make that tough decision like yes yeah it is a class and yes that class was making you some money um was making you money and and you had to cut it off because it was going to now cause it lead into some sort of poor, yeah. yeah some ripple effect some poison coming into your company and I feel like a lot of us because we feel you know uh, I'm just saying as as entrepreneurs like sometimes we hold on to things like I built this yeah sometimes you're gonna have to make some tough choices and cut things off you know like you said I, I I admire you for that I did have that one time not in my business though when I was working at the university I had I did a talk and I did a talk and some professor from from another university I won't say what university kept calling the office so you know the university get he went through um you go through you'll go through like the administrators and then they'll put you through to my office and the person kept doing it like a professional like it, it, like making it professional like hey so yes 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 uh we need to speak to zoe we need to speak to zoe we need to speak to zoe i'm talking about synergies between the two universities i kid you not so i finally scheduled him into a meeting and he was like can i take you out to to dinner please and i was just Did like you No, you know what? I'm so glad you went through the channels of. He goes, "Wow, you're harder to get a meeting with than anybody else." And I was, I'm so glad that you went through that process. But this is not the place to ask me out. It's true, but you know what? I was thinking. I wonder if these issues only happen to women. women. Mm. I was thinking, like, does it actually happen to women, especially those who are in a leader leadership? Because that's like that's sometimes could be a man's um, like it's like obsession to know oh she's in leadership she you know she got it going for her is it because they want to get that way is it yeah uh, attractive yeah I, that is a question I'm gonna put it out there to all the the guys my female my male entrepreneurs anyone that's starting a business like give us some feedback do you get does, has has a woman hit on you, tries to ask you out on a date when you're working, when you were running your business? Because I am seeing that there's a common thing with women in leadership positions. Interesting, interesting. I, I hear it amongst other women in business. They always tend to have some sort of like 
weird issue when it comes to men. Yeah, and someone really want hunt, like using their business to hunt them down. Yeah, no, I've I've seen that before. Definitely. Um, <laughs> all right. My next, uh, my next question for you is so. All right. This is a tough one, but big biggest failures. We you've spoken about some stuff, yeah. but have you had like um another another failure that you want to share with us and like how you overcame it and overcome? You shared some really deep stuff already, like because yeah. really that is yeah that is one of my deep ones. Were was um was the accounts the accounts and and the loan thing, but I will guess there was one I will say probably twenty nineteen is working through um like doing work knowing that you're not mentally stable enough a little bit yeah so that i will say well it wasn't i won't say it's a failure it's not even a failure because i was doing but i wasn't it was a hard time it's a hard time but i don't even know if i can class that as a failure it wasn't really a failure I don't know, Mark, do you want me to go there or? Yeah, you I can go there. No, I feel like maybe we can change up the question. So maybe not a yeah. failure, but one of the hardest times you've had to go through as, a, as an entrepreneur and like keep pushing yourself through, you know, because you, you've got bills to pay, you've got yeah. to provide, you know. It's a lot. So I will say, um, well, when you're a business owner, you we all know you're doing everything. As I said, you're doing accounts. You're you're the secretary. You are the manager. You're you're every you're doing you all every you every area when you especially when you start up, and um and you don't have a whole like core team as yet. So I I had my health knocked as well. So it was in 2018, like last of 2018, a bit and 2019 things that I don't really share with everyone. So um I was just getting pains in my side, like the worst I got. Um, oh, wow. poor poor headaches like the, it was so bad like I, I got diagnosed with um, sciatica I don't even know if you know what it is it's like a nerve trap on one of the sides that not never allowed me one day to not walk I had a whole complete day of not being able to walk then I had to go in from there to going on crutches for a little while it was crazy but oh, I never God. showed that side I was acting like oh no I'm just staying away from the studio because I never wanted people to stress or mm -hmm. get worried about it. So entering, coming from my, like my own health just got, just got crazy. And then, um, then going into the next year, my, basically my mother got diagnosed with cancer and wow. with stage four, I was not wow. mentally strong, but I was continuing to do business knowing that I was not right. And I think when it got to the stage where I just knew that I just can't do anymore, yeah. that, that back and and the work was not it. Uh, what would I say? It wasn't like the best I can be. I wasn't being the best I can be. So the work wasn't. It wasn't wasn't producing like the best results as well. Yeah, it's it's funny how that happens. Like as an entrepreneur, like the moment you even if you're trying to fake it till you make yeah. it win, it's really tough. It's like it shows in your work. It shows in the results. It shows. It shows. So I never. I, I never did much like I remember I was I think I was like a <laughs> like a walking mannequin I was like doing <laughs> zombie <laughs> I was, like a zombie <laughs> I was doing things very robotically and people mm. used to say are you okay I even lost weight that was the good thing no I'm joking <laughs> sorry that <laughs> got stop <laughs> it works together for your good sometimes <laughs> it works together for your good you know what I mean because I never even went to gym once and next minute I was getting into every and anything but internal inside I was 
like bits like broken but it wasn't it, I wasn't because I'm the way I reflect my emotions and feelings it's not through like a cry I don't release like that like, everything's always yeah in the and it's I actually learned more about myself when because these are the the biggest situations that ever happened to me in yeah my life. your health uh, yeah to go there and I think going for biggest big situations like that and dealing with them and then having to run a business it's just it's it's terrible you know like lots of people who have started business and they have babies and I'm like oh my gosh how do they do it but yeah at the side of dealing with our health which is sometimes things that we can't run from because it it's sometimes you know we have to face it so I think that was the most difficult stage um I wasn't progressing um financially I wasn't at the the stage of how I was in previous years um I never cared about getting bookings. I, I just never cared about yeah. business. Yeah, because there's so much going on, like your mum, like yeah. Yeah, <laughs> my mum, like yeah. at that point, it's just like, I don't care about success. I don't care about anything. I was like, yeah. that, I was thinking, I, and I was thinking like, lots of thoughts came in my head. I was thinking my business is actually kind of, I kind of blamed my business at one point. I was like, my business is, stole away time it stole mm-hmm. time where I could be knowing more about my family spending time with them I felt like that so much times because well, believe me like I was working on that business you, when you're an entrepreneur you work on it every waking hour like, even in your bed you're sleeping but you've got all the mass in your head yeah you've got your thoughts you've got your plans and then you wake up next day you've got your notebook you're just writing it down so it's like you spend every your thoughts are on it you think about it it's your baby you want it to grow you want it to grow but then I was so confused and so like I don't know what yeah. to do um so that's what happened like when I started this year so because the last two years were really crazy I, I can't like kid me not I, I used to go to bed and I used to think am I gonna wake up because I actually thought the pain that I had as well in my head like I had these um hard headaches that hey, used to yeah. Thing in and the dealing with my leg situation, and I never used to share this because I'm, I don't like people feeling bad. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't, I'm with you, I don't like that sympathy. Like, it's yeah. all right, I it's can do right. it. Yeah. yeah, so that's what had to happen. But one thing I have learned, and it's like I had to go yeah. through that to teach me a lesson and to make me understand that the business is like obviously we love it, but it's not our lives, we shouldn't be working. Ooh. To the point where we're not mentally stable, mm-hmm. to the point we're not our, when our well-being is not good because I just ignored it and I was continuing doing it and it's taught me never ever do that never again, do never, never do, do it again, especially yeah. when things are affecting our lives where we cannot run from it, we have to face it, face it and go back to business. The good thing is we are the manager, so if things happen, you you work it, you work creative beings, so you just say, you know what. Um, for now on, Boxer Prince is taking a month break. Yeah. Um, we will be here. We are regate. We know how to do it. We know how to do it, and that's a thing that I've never done. And I've learned now to all. I love to travel. I love like yeah, day, yeah. It's the one time you can actually shut down. Like I'm not there. I can't do anything about it. And, and you and you just yeah. I love yeah. traveling. Too, yeah. I love to travel. Um, I've even noticed. I don't even know if seven days is good enough for me anymore. Before I used to do these little seven days trips. I realized I've got to do about ten days because yeah. four days in, I realized oh, I'm on holidays. Like, oh, yeah. my God. <laughs> You yeah. know, and then it's over two days later. So yeah, no, no, I, I, yeah, long trips, long trips, long trips. It needs to be long, you know. And 
the good thing about this year is that because of the madness, as I said, that happened over the course of about two years, especially last year was the most difficult one. And I was smiling, fake, fake smiling through yeah. it, yeah. Yeah. And then doing business like <laughs> everything's good, but it's not. And then um what happened is I went away to Jamaica for three weeks just before the pandemic. So it was like, yeah, yep. And I got myself together and I felt so much better having that break away. I'm not saying that you for you to just experience good well-being, go and fly away, but that works for me. So Yeah. You've encouraged me in this moment as well because I have been realizing that too. And then I'm just seeing how you're coming out at the other end. <clears throat> and what we were talking about even before recording about like, you know, going we'll talk about that later. But yeah, your the next your next step, like Honestly, the last of my, my two years have been tough, but then I was just like, is there light at the end of the tunnel? Yeah. Is there? Uh, but what I have noticed is, yeah, when you don't, especially with entrepreneurs, when you fake it till you make it, it starts to come out in your body. Like yeah. the, the, the illness, like if you don't deal with it, you will start finding yourself being sick in, in random and weird places. And I felt, I felt the same way too, but I'll smile, I'll go and travel, I'll do what I need to do. And, and it is, you are just hitting, resonating with me right now. And I'm just hoping that it resonates with someone else. Like as much as you want to start the business, as much as you want to be successful, you aren't, you are not the business. Like, don't let it be your every single day, your every single breath. Like, literally, I have a thing now. I take at least two hours out every day. And I'm, sorry, I'm doing something yeah. for myself. Yes. Two hours out every single mm-hmm. day. Mm-hmm. I do not care. Put it down. Put the laptop down. Move on. And, and, I, and I've practiced as well. I was talking to one of my mentees. Have a really positive, like, dialogue. Like, be nice to yourself. Exactly. And I know that that yeah. sounds really fluffy. But like, I used to give myself disgusting deadlines. Like, you mm. know, when I first started, I'd be like, you have to do this by tomorrow. You've got 24 things on your to-do list. And then the next day I will be, um, if I don't complete it, I'm so angry at myself. Yeah, and all of that stuff affects you. And then it affects yeah. your mental health. It affects all of that when you're running a business. Then it's not make, it doesn't make the, the process, the journey fun anymore. You don't enjoy it. It doesn't. I I feel like the well-being is number one. It's so key to have a good mind and a good mindset. So you you wake up every morning, feel, you know, feel positive about yourself, feel positive that today is going to be good. And even if it may not look good or feel good, I don't know. It's good. I'm alive. I'm kicking. And like, that's another thing. I feel like we were too hard on ourselves and mm. I, I was I was actually so hard and I'm dealing with it now even through the pandemic and I think we touched based on it like early on from conversation I remember when it first came out I just thought what's the point I don't even know why that came across me because it hasn't come across me since I started a business or what's the point of doing box of prints or what's the point now mm. because I was, I was I was so negative like I was like oh my gosh I can't even reach out to people but I can. We live in the 21st century when there's technology, we've got laptops. I'm talking to you right now. Okay, I might not be able to touch you or hug you, but we, we've got things in yeah. place so we can still stay connected. Yeah. And it's just like creative, creatively sound about it. Okay, how can I reach my audience without seeing them? Zoom conversations. There's so much more to do. Go on into the live. I'm not even going to give much because that should be in my book. <laughs> yeah. <But laughs> there I we go. There we go. <laughs> in the future. <laughs> no, no, I, I agree. I think we need to stop being so hard on ourselves. 
Mm. Um, and and realize I I told myself this year it is a journey. It's yeah. a if if I have all the success, if I reached everything this in one year, mm. what am I going to do for the next? If I said this is the the thing that I want to do for the rest of my life, I want it to keep evolving. If you exactly. accomplished everything in the first what two three years, then what what next? What next? So um, no, I agree. Thank you for like literally sharing that personal. Mm story but I know it's going to touch someone it's going to reach someone in it that's going through it or think you know thinking about quitting as well don't quit it's a journey any um this is also quite a personal one so you kind of touched on it we've kind of touched a bit actually like insecurities that come along and like how do we deal with like overcoming insecurities because they do come as Mm. confident as we you know I always see that Zara is always so confident always moving forward like but you know, do you have oh. those moments where an insecurity comes and like, how do you deal with that? Um, you know what? It's funny. I feel like my business has actually increased me personally. If you had known me about probably about 10 years ago, I was so shy. Like, people don't believe me. Like, I couldn't believe that. I was shy. That was so, like, I, <laughs> you're I was, sorry. We were talking. <laughs> I love talk. <laughs> no, it's like I had all the talk in me, but I wasn't ready to come out. You know what I mean? It was like a little shell, little egg, and it's like little cracks ready to blossom, whatever. Actually, that's not even right how I put it. But what it was, it's like my business developed me um, personally. I have um, what they call, I don't know what, how they call it. I think it's called, I don't know. It's like personalities traits. So the personality- Oh, yes, yes, yes. The personality test? Yeah, I had that personality test basically but before that I knew what I was so I'm both I'm introvert and both um extrovert together yeah my sister's like that yeah she's exactly that like exactly that and some people don't understand even when they phone but there was that also I would come out here and they're like no and I say no like that and they're like what there's gonna be this they'll be like this person's gonna be here that person as soon as I hear this person that person gonna be there I'm like no If I told you about even filming for some of my life, like doing like film work by myself, the, the, the amount of retakes I have to take, I have like, there are so much insecurities because I feel like they only come when I'm always thinking this question. I always think about, I wonder what they will think of me. So that is why mm-hmm. I'm insecure. It's only when that question comes in my head. But when that question is never near me, I'm always like, I don't care. Yeah, do it. I don't care what they think about me. Who cares? But then um, I do have those moments. I think to deal with them is is to like do the opposite. So when I knew that I was a shy person, especially for instance, um, I sing in my church, and but before then, up to about fifteen, no, about probably about sixteen, you will never catch me at the front and in the pulpit singing. You will never. You never catch me. You never will catch me leading a choir. You never catch me doing them stuff. But to overcome something that is a weakness, you've got to, to do it. Mm. You've got to do it. And it just happened to the point, I think somebody must have heard my voice in the bathroom, in the toilet, in church. And then, like, looking who it is. Yeah, Sarah. Sister Sarah, I sing like this and she not sing. And I was like, sorry, that was the worst power. <laughs> <laughs> it's all right. What? We ain't judging, we ain't judging. <laughs> Don't judge me. I'm English. Yeah, no, I'm not. <laughs> but 
that's I think that's moment. So you have to do it, and that's the only time you overcome. So you overcome your insecurities by doing them. If you feel like you don't talk often, talk so much. Just keep you keep on talking until you get yourself leveled out. Yeah. But yeah. So um, that's how to overcome them. And the business. If you're starting a business and you feel like you're too shy to do something, continue in your business because your business will actually push you to do things. Because in my back of my mind. All that I'm seeing is I want this business to work. work. I want this business to work. I want this business to work. So that's why I had to push myself personally to make it happen. So, yeah. I love that. No, I love that. No, but it's so funny that it's always like you think about what someone, someone is going to say and then that stops you from doing it. And most of the time that person is not even thinking about you. It's not even thinking about you. (laughs) And you've stopped your whole progress because of one person no I don't believe in that I don't believe in that they don't think yes yeah, so it's, it's just don't think that question does come up though it does go through our minds when we're it, does. it does it does it does like even to post I have to post a video today and I was thinking to myself I don't want to do it yeah how, how I get scared to even post it because I'm thinking like obviously <clears> I at it and I'm thinking I don't look the best like obviously and I said I wonder what they think of me they must think I'm screwed I'm trying to get the money like no <laughs> stop thinking about this stop thinking about it yeah no no I I agree I agree no I agree there are and I will say this there are there are so many insecurities that do pop up but honestly like you said you just got to keep doing it and I'm learning that too I'm learning that I think for me it was a little bit of the opposite though I was so fearless I met you when I just literally started I didn't care what I was I was on a point where I was I felt like I was so confident I was slightly delusional like I was like I'm gonna do this I'm gonna have a documentary out we're gonna have a line we're gonna do this and I didn't let I just put myself in a lot of different pots I think I did go for a moment of oh my gosh I'm really things didn't work out because I was just so I wouldn't say so I was so confident that I wasn't planning my way through stuff and so um so I would just jump into that okay it doesn't work or it jump into that it doesn't work jump into that and then I realized oh my gosh so many things aren't working um but then it taught me to slow down so um, I did have to go through a few of those failures a few of those closed doors a few of those days where you're just crying and be like oh my gosh I don't know what to do next I don't know what to do next um Mm -hmm. and then um it made me see that actually I need to slow down I need to focus on this but it's made me better in a sense of just slowing down um, mm-hmm. and then build and put in com- putting my confidence in other areas and full focus in other areas rather than spreading out everywhere. So yeah, it was a bit of the opposite, but still I agree. You just got to get out of your head, get out of yeah. your head. And, and confidence is not bad as well. Cause I think lots of people think, oh, that person confident or anything like that. think a little bit bad, but I think it's really good to, to have a good amount of confidence especially yeah. starting any business i think yeah. everyone who started a business no matter if you're you're what's it called like you're scared or shy um you've got the confidence, got the confidence. To go ahead like yeah it's good i'm happy that it has progressed me i, I don't think i don't think without my business i'll be the person i am i mm-hmm. would not I will be so different i know exactly how i'll be like it will be all in my mind i will never voice it I will probably not have had much skill, the skills that I have now as well. <laughs> so, yeah. No, I agree. It's opened up so many <clears throat> doors. I say my work ethic, like I can work, I work recently, I was doing something with a, with a, I was just on a course with somebody else 
and um, the the girls were like how are you so fast at completing like tasks and stuff and I was just like when you work for yourself you have to do it all and you have to get so much done in a few days uh, in a in a day so mm. yes yeah, so what you're telling me there's one task to do oh I can do that in half an hour it just was so quick to me so I feel like that's one thing I really pride myself in my work ethic is amazing mm. because I started my business it was already quite good but I think it's really on another level now yeah. so okay so looking at the you know the empire you've built your journey mm. so far where what are you most proud of what are you most proud of um I'm proud of the start yeah that's yeah. the most that the most proudest moment is when I made the decision to not like obviously I'm not against nine to fives because like it helped me um to not work under someone and take and do not do yeah do me <laughs> like I think that that point where I made the decision to really start the business get it registered that's the proudest moment for me like I was thinking about there are little things but for me the start was just the proudest moment because yeah. for me to make a decision and be cons- constant that have the same consistency and the same passion to want to see people upskilled in the community and the same passion to see people from university to find a way to share their work you know I I'm glad I still have it and yeah so I will say the start of uh, making the right decision to start the business is the best moment for me yeah there's other moments there was actually so much moments there are moments for instance um doing a live show on TEDx talk yeah and print print designer for there and working across um corporate media um businesses so coming in and doing like printing sessions during lunch is really good because you know you won't think of that getting connected yeah there's many things getting connections with the schools running my own events in big places like Clinton Park and on the docks like Victoria Royal Royal London docks yeah and yeah, yeah just there's there's so many points I will say but without me appreciating my start it, these points would have never happened so yeah that was the point getting started getting yeah. started no I, I can see that no I, I definitely really that's one of my proudest moments mm-hmm. too and I love that yeah so all of those doors wouldn't have opened if you hadn't just taken that leap of faith and yeah. go for it gone for it um all right then so finally I want to say is there any questions you want to ask me on the spot I don't know what you're gonna ask me so is there anything you want to ask me okay. to put me on the spot I know that your company works a lot with women. Um, I want to always find out. So what is your thoughts about men? Because I've always heard about women and women and women and women and women. What is your thoughts about the men? You know what it's on? It's on one of our values is we don't hate men, but we're just called empower women. No, honestly, yeah, I get this all the time. The moment I um the moment I speak to even guys are like, so what's your company called? I was like, it's Miss Independent. We help women. And then they're just like, they just start some men just roll their eyes straight away. And I'm like, oh okay, sorry. Sorry about that. Sorry that I offended you. No, my thoughts about men, I feel like I feel like I offend feminists a lot with the statement I'm gonna say because um I was inspired to start Miss Independent, because I do believe women need more support. I do believe that the statistics don't make sense 
of you know there's so many there's actually like a million more women in this country but yet when we look at the women in the senior and the top roles and mm. those are the roles that I wanted to when I was a child I aspired to be in yeah. I just didn't see enough women there and so I was like okay or if I saw them they were just they kind of no offense they look like masculine and all of that stuff they didn't put their makeup <laughs> on and their hair or you know <laughs> nicely I wanted to I loved when I saw a nice business or business woman and her hair yeah, I love that too. amazing but there just wasn't enough of that and so I was yeah. just like I want to do something to inspire women. And that is why it's not because I don't like men is because I want to see more women doing that. Right. And so, yeah. Um, and then I remember going to a conference, actually, it was in South Africa, was at a student conference and um, the woman said, a uh, woman said something and it just hit me. I was like, this is my statement for the rest of my life. She said, um, we, what I want all women to know is like, yes, female empowerment doesn't mean that, um, it doesn't mean that we're the same as men. It means we're equal. Equal yeah. doesn't mean the same. It means that I acknowledge your differences, but mm. my differences are equally as important as yours. Exactly. And so, and when she said that, I was like, yeah, yeah, that, that is it. That is it. That's the moment. It's what? like recognizing what? that you bring, men bring something different to the table that women don't bring and women bring something different to the table that men can't bring. And together, like we're strong. So that is all I'm trying to say with my message, men. I don't hate you. I don't. But we do need more women on the table. And I've, yeah. I don't know if you've seen it, Zara, but I have been to meetings. I have worked in education as well, in higher education. And I have seen that I'm always the only woman there. And, and yeah. I see the perspective that I bring. And I see that sometimes men just don't. A lot of the times the men just don't, they don't see it the way I see things and together it makes that project or that idea better so that's all I'm saying with it <laughs> I don't hate men I have I love I have loads of male friends loads of male friends loads yeah. of males in my family that I look up to who support the business as well um so yeah those are my thoughts on men. that's fine it's fine so I just I just wanted to hear some people on that side yeah <laughs> no, yeah I, I, I love that I love it yeah no a lot but I, I would say I have been in some feminist groups and stuff and they I said equal does not mean the same just acknowledge the differences and be like but because my differences does not mean that I'm less than you that's yeah. all I was trying to say yeah, to people yeah. it doesn't mean that I'm less than you because I am different it actually means I'm equal to you because I bring a different perspective and it's equally yeah. as important yeah. So I just think that is my main message. If, if the men that are listening in this podcast uh, can hear that, yeah, we need you. And the women as well, we need to stop that male bashing. Exactly. You know, we need to stop it. We do Lift need them. them. We Lift need them up. Yeah, we need them. Oh, well. I answered your question though. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Yeah, because I just always, you know, I just always thought, I would like to know about your thoughts about men. I know exactly what you, your thoughts on women and I love it. But yeah, I've always just thought that. Yeah. Is there anything you want to shout out that you are doing? You want people to support? Oh, yeah. I am. Yeah. So basically, we'll be creating a creative hub and it's for all the community, no matter about race, no matter about their age or, or gender. It's for everyone to be upskilled and be benefited by textiles work and, and the arts industry. Um, we have a acquired building, so we are crowdfunding at the moment. And yeah, if you if you have spare change, um, any amount, small or great, is like we're happy to have 
a donation. But if not, and you just want to encourage us, feel free to share, like, and comment. All right, there you go. Please go and support, support businesses, man. Support a box of prints and what they're doing with their creative space. And I can't wait to see how it goes. Thank you so much, Zara. And everyone, tune in again next week. Bye.